Hey, thanks for peeking your head inside the door of Odds Bodkin's Curiosity Shop for a quick random curiosity. And this is one of the rare opportunities I get to talk about some music. Of course, my my backstory, my uh, career has been in radio. So I've been uh, a part of radio for a long time. I hosted a, a metal show uh, here a few years back. So uh, this is kind of in my wheelhouse. This is what I love to talk about. And one of the great things about this album, it really lends itself to a lot of the genres that we cover here on Oz Bodkin's Curiosity Shop, horror, fantasy, and science fiction. We're talking about the 16th studio album from Megadeth, The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. And this was really kind of a return to the thrash metal that we know and love from Megadeth. Of course, you know, the the first few albums of Megadeth were true thrash classics. Of course, Rust in Peace, probably one of their greatest albums. But then Megadeth kind of slowly got away from the thrash uh, you had things like Countdown to Extinction Euthanasia, Cryptic Writings Risk and, and so on that they were definitely metal albums and great metal albums, really good metal albums but you know it became less of a thrash album than a metal album that had maybe a couple uh, two, three thrash tracks on it and that could definitely be said about some of these later albums like 13, which I really loved, Super Collider, Dystopia. We're all great metal albums, but you know, you may have got one or two tracks that really felt like classic Megadeth thrash metal. And I think a great way to show that they were getting back to their thrash roots is the fact that they did the the ellipses thing. Of course, the first three albums, uh, Killing Is My Business and Business Is Good, Peace Sells, But Who's Buying, So Far, So Good, So What, all featured the ellipses and that's what they did with this the sick the dying dot 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 and the dead which i, I thought was a nice little indicator that i think we're getting a, a really good thrash album out of this and like i said this is probably one of the most top to bottom complete thrash albums megadeth has done since those early days now i'm going to talk really quickly about each song i'm not going to uh, devote too much time because these uh, random curiosities are supposed to be quick little bonus episodes and this really is an album and any album is a thing you should listen to i want to kind of give you a sense of what you're going to get if you haven't listened to it if you have listened to it you know maybe you maybe you'll agree with me maybe you won't but uh all the fun in that is in the discussion that it creates afterward but the title track the sick the dying and the dead i loved it this it was a great opening track it had the the bring out your dead line it it didn't feel comic like monty python but it made me think of that but it has the chugging beginning great riff uh, about the bubonic plague i love the soft interlude where they did kind of the riff on ring around the rosy and then that line die 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 that they say is a great Great way to introduce, I think, the theme of this album. This album felt really much like a concept album because every song in one way or another, maybe directly or indirectly, deals with the sick the dying and the dead. There's a lot about uh, substance abuse. There's a lot about culture we live in. There's a lot about uh, war and being a soldier, which you know, definitely they deal with the dead on a daily basis, a lot of them, uh, especially those in war. So uh, there really is a theme going on here, and I think this is a great opening track for that. And this song really features that uh, that traditional signature 
uh, guitar harmonies that we know and love from Dave Mustaine and Megadeth. The second track, Life in Hell, a great thrasher, very catchy riff. It's got like another slowed down interlude where they do kind of a spoken word thing, kind of like the Ring Around the Rosie bit from the, the previous song. They do that. And one thing I like about this album, it has a lot of songs that are saying something, but it leaves it ambiguous enough that you can kind of decide for yourself. I I don't know if this is about the self-destructive people, toxic people. Uh, Could it be about uh, David Ellison because he got into that trouble, the internet trouble, and is no longer with the band? Could it be about him? There's a lot of lyrics that could suggest that. But uh, a great song. Uh, I love song number three, Night Stalker, because it is about the 160th Battalion of the U.S. Army, the Black Ops guys. It's a very fast thrasher. Creates a great, lyrically, a great theater of the mind. You know, you can just picture the Black Hawk helicopters with the special forces going in to take out some insurgent group or some terrorist. And then Ice-T does a a really cool spoken word interlude in this. Of course, Ice-T was a member of the U.S. Army me and he I I think was perfect for doing this it's not quite spoken word not quite rap it's kind of somewhere in between but uh, yeah he's no he's no stranger to metal with his band body count so uh, I loved seeing Ice-T's involvement in this Dogs of Chernobyl was a really interesting song kind of a mid-tempo song but driving Uh, the verses are are haunting visions of the Chernobyl disaster back what 36 or, or more odd years ago and a lot of people think this is about the war in Ukraine. Uh, but Dave Mustaine says this is actually a love song. If you read some of the lyrics, it uh, it's about it's almost about somebody who's lost their loved one, their significant other in the disaster that is Chernobyl. And and the very end of it, just it, the beat picks up into this very thrash beat. It's very chaotic. the The lyrics are haunting and very ominous at the end. It's just a, a fantastic and interesting song. Up next on the sixth. The Dying and the Dead is the song Sacrifice, which kind of has this pounding intro. And Dave Mustaine does this kind of warbly thing with his voice. It sounds very Arabic. Uh, you know, if you've if heard any traditional Arabic songs, you might hear that. If you watched Aladdin uh, and the Arabian Nights song at the beginning of Aladdin, uh, he kind of does that little warbly voice. And it sounds really interesting, really good. Again, it's one of those songs that I, I feel it's saying something and maybe I just haven't listened to it enough. But it, it kind of talks about people who uh, can charm you and put a spell on you but have a wicked I- intentions they use those charms and spells to, to control people that want to be free. And maybe maybe this is about politicians. It could very well be knowing uh, Dave Mustaine's penchant for uh, talking about uh, the geopolitical nature of the world. But definitely a lot of fantasy and demonic and satanic imagery in that one. Coming up on the last song of the first half of the album is Junkie. I mean, it kind of speaks for itself. I, I really like the line, Junkie, what you live for, Junkie, you'll gladly die for. Uh, I, I think we paint a very sympathetic picture about people on drugs. And, and that's not to say that some people just, you know, got in the wrong place at the wrong time and got hooked on the wrong thing. But then there are some people that just live their lives living for the next high. And it's a game of Russian roulette. And it really talks about that although uh, this is a very serious song a lot of times I hear people comparing the opening to the song where they sing junkie and it's kind of uh, has an effect on it 
very much sounds like Def Leppard, Pour Some Sugar On Me. But uh, but other than that, it is a hard-driving rocker and uh, a great song to wrap up the first half of the album. Then you get into the second half of the album. It kicks off with this interesting song. It's a short song. It starts off with uh, this, this drum beat, and then it kind of goes into these... Uh, guitars the very doom sounding guitars but psychopathy is the name of the song and you kind of get this spoken word thing from dave mustaine about psychopathy and the genetic connections and i don't know if it's supposed to tie into the next song or or not but killing time is the next full song and a great has great guitar melodies on this i really like this it's upbeat I think, and again, it's another one of those songs you really kind of glean from it what you will, but to me, it feels like a commentary on victim culture and pathological liars, how you have certain people in life that uh, that are just pathological liars, but they say the right things and we feel sorry for them and we make them out to be the victims uh, of it all. Uh, great, great tune, great acoustic interlude, very soft acoustic interlude, and then kind of gets back into the, the rock and melodies of it it's it's an interesting song that i really liked one of my favorite songs a couple of my favorite songs are up next as we come into soldier on this is a bombastic onslaught uh again it's it's really up to interpretation as to what the song's about it very much feels to me autobiographical to dave mustaine's life comparing going on tour to going into battle there's also commentaries on how he feels the world is going it's got probably one of the most catchy choruses on the album or, or maybe in De- megadeth history i don't know but but it is a very catchy song that i really like another song i really like i didn't think i was going to like it as much as i do but the more i listen to it the more i really dig this song celebutant it's it's fast driving it rocks uh it's kind of about fame chasers and people that are constantly looking for their 15 minutes of fame uh it kind of goes into this slow chugging interlude with a melodic guitar bit and it's just again uh very typical of megadeth stuff uh very typical of a lot of thrash bands that came out in the 80s uh metallica megadeth anthrax slayer a lot of movements throughout the the songs a lot of tempo changes throughout the songs and this one has a, a great little uh, tempo change in it another really interesting song I, I dug this song because it really played into my love of science fiction is mission to mars uh it has kind of like an mid-tempo intro very chugging guitars it feels very science fiction theater of the mind you get a lot of sound effects about being a poor aboard this spaceship heading to mars then the tempo picks up and this song rocks uh i i almost compare it to almost like a modern day space oddity from david bowie a modern day space oddity only done by a metal band because it feels very much like that there's a lot of spoken word you get a lot of uh interaction between uh, dave mustaine on the rocket ship and mission control it, it contemplates uh whether there's life on mars something happens and things go to shit and it's just it's very interesting to listen to and they make a great rust in peace reference but i love how it ends it ends abruptly and it ends leaving you thinking oh my god what 
what happened. And then the album ends proper with the song We'll Be Back. This was the first single off the album. And they actually did like a trio of videos. I believe We'll Be Back, Night Stalker, and The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. They did like a trio of videos that all kind of were connected by a, a, a character, very military-based. And this song, man, this is a heavy thrasher unrelenting guitars i uh, kind of about revenge and war and blood and violence but the the chorus is catchy the guitars are catchy and it's just a fantastic way i mean this probably could have you could have intro the album with this because the song is so good but i think it was a great with the title will be back it was a great way to end the album now if you catch the album online spotify or wherever you're going to get a couple bonus songs uh they did a really cool cover of the dead kennedy's police truck that i really dig and then there's a, another song this planet's on fire which features sammy hagar and really kind of a. <laughs> hey, we've kind of effed up as humanity in general. So a uh, really good song. Check out those if you get a chance to on Spotify or, or any of the other streaming platforms. But I really loved The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. I loved how it very much, I mean, I know if some people have uh, said the first half feels different from the last half, but I think it was all really cohesive in the fact that I think every song uh, dealt with those three things, the sick, the dying, the dead, in one way or another, either directly or indirectly. And there were so many more elements, you know, even if you didn't have a full thrash song, and there were several th thrash songs on this, but you at least had elements of each song that had an element of thrash, uh, you know, a segment of the song that lent itself to thrash. And like I said, top to bottom, I, this is probably one of the most thrash albums that Megadeth has put out in quite sometime and and i love it because i i've been a huge fan of megadeth for so long and this really is I'm, i can't say a return to form because i don't think dave mustaine and megadeth have put out bad albums but this man this was every song was catchy every song was you know whether it be lyrically or guitar wise had just catchy riffs and catchy lyrics and catchy hooks well staying true to to metal and thrash is this album going to be their greatest album of all time probably not i mean they've got some of those early albums rust in peace albums like that that you know they're never going to be surpassed they're never going to be topped but even stuff like countdown to extinction uh it is a great album uh, i don't think this is going to surpass those but jesus this has got to be in the top five of megadeth albums because just like i said every song is if not great really solid and it doesn't hurt that it talks about the things i like to uh you know watch and listen to you know things that kind of lean into horror fantasy and science fiction there's a lot of talk about death there's a lot of talk about blood there's a lot of talk about disease and plagues and people uh having their insides liquefied because of radiation exposure and quite possibly somebody running into aliens on mars what more could a guy ask for so I encourage you to check it out. Megadeth 16th album, The Sick, The Dying, and The Dead. It's streaming now. It's available for purchase now. They've got the videos to so go check those out. And I guarantee if you're a fan of metal, if you're a fan of Megadeth, you're not going to be disappointed. So I want to thank everyone for listening to my quick thoughts on Megadeth's The Sick, the dying and the dead check out everything you need to know about what's going on with odds bodkins curiosity shop on our facebook page or on instagram wherever you listen to this podcast please be sure to leave a five-star review and until next time